Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. KMLE FM HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, see, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail at the twilight? last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight for the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets red the bombs bursting in Say, does that star-spangled banner yet wait for the land of the free and the 
the national anthem this morning. Now, we do have a prize today with the morning riddle, which we're going to get to that riddle here in a moment. But um, Sarah Evans is going to be at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass on Saturday. We know Sarah, right? Got a lot of hits. Uh, you want to see her on Saturday? We just need the correct answer to the morning riddle. Uh, I think we'll run it to where we'll just get the first correct answer. All right? Because I I think this one might take a couple of guesses before we get it. Ooh, okay. Right. 602-894-5653. 602-894-5653 is a phone number. If you think you know the morning riddle, give us a call. First person with, with the correct guess is going to see Sarah Evans this Saturday. Here's your riddle. What can be touched but can't be seen? What could be touched but can't be seen? Hmm. All right. I, I have a guess. Not that it matters today. because. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? You may. Yeah. Uh, we may need to get you... Get your guess to hopefully get the correct answer, you know, <laughs> Cheyenne. All right, 602-894-5653. First person with the correct guess to the morning riddle gets Sarah Evans tickets. What can be touched but can't... What can be touched but can't be seen? What can be touched but can't be seen? There we go. We'll get you the correct answer to the riddle. We'll get a winner. Coming up here in six minutes on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. All right, the morning riddle today. What can be touched but can't be seen? What can be touched but can't be seen? Cheyenne, you think you know it? Uh, yeah. My confidence is shrinking, but that's okay. Why is it shrinking? Like, uh, over the course of the last six minutes, your confidence shrank. What, what happened for it to shrink? I just went... Maybe that's not oh, it. you're second-guessing yourself. Yeah. It's fr- but, I mean, a lot of times it's your initial hunch, you yeah. know, and just go with it. Don't, don't overthink these things. It's a riddle. You know, what can be touched but can't be seen? What is your guess? Uh, my guess was wind. Wind? Yeah. Uh, that's not it. Oh. So let's hope that's not Lori's <laughs> guess. Lori is in Phoenix. Hi, Lori. Good morning. All right. What can be touched but can't be seen? Well, I've heard people say that touched my heart. So I think the answer might be heart. It is heart. Yeah. Yeah. Nice job, Lori. That's it. We're going to get you all squared away with Sarah Evans tickets. She's going to be at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass on Saturday. And you'll be there too, Lori. That sounds like so much fun. Thank you. That'll be a blast. That'll be hit after hit after hit with Sarah Evans. That'll be good. Uh, We'll do it again tomorrow morning here uh, on Camel Country 107.9. Tomorrow at 6 with the morning riddle. We'll get you those Sarah Evans tickets again. Uh, Coming up next, I don't know why you'd have to go to these lengths to try to reach out to an ex that has blocked you. Like, something had to have gone wrong for, like, an ex to block you. Yeah. Block your phone number, block your email, and stuff like that. But there's a gal on TikTok who, uh, (laughs) the creative way she went to contact this ex of hers that didn't involve email or the phone. Okay? She got a little creative. And actually, I'm kind of impressed. Okay. To the lengths that she went to try (laughs) to reach out to this ex. So, I'll tell you the story. It's coming up next here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. What is the most creative way that you have reached out to an ex when they either blocked you or ignored you? Which you would think that the blocking and the ignoring is signed to go away. Right. <laughs> but sometimes that ex doesn't want to go away. And if they and if the person blocked him or her, whatever, on every social media platform, 
phone number, email. What other way can you communicate with that person? Uh, There's a gal on TikTok <laughs> where her and her ex are communicating via a shared Spotify playlist. What? Yeah, so so it's, it's kind of interesting, and I, and I got questions of my own, okay. you know, with this. But uh, according to her, her name is Connor, which is interesting. I never heard of a female named Connor. But uh, her name is Connor. She's been communicating with her ex-boyfriend through Spotify, and they converse through song titles. So, like, when they were together, he had created this uh, lovey-dovey uh, playlist uh-huh. for her, right? So right. they have this shared playlist between them. This is when they were together. They can add songs, take away songs, or whatever else. They all both have access to this playlist. That's cute. So, but when they broke up last March, uh, they didn't have any contact she blocked him on everything, and then he just started creating uh, communication on this playlist where he would add songs that had song titles with a message that he wanted to get across <laughs> to her. Seriously? Yeah. So, like, um, it started uh, with a song uh, by The Temptations called My Girl. Okay. Aww, okay. And then he said, I'd like that. She added a song by an artist named Quinn. Uh, named or entitled Right Where You Should Be. <laughs> and he responded with a song title called Around You. And then she added a song, or in another instance, she added a song called I'll Still Have Me by Sin, uh, C-Y-N, uh, to which he responds with What About Me by Lil Wayne. <laughs> so, I mean, it just it keeps going back and forth. And I mean, my question with it is like, how did... Is there an alert like when a uh, Spotify playlist gets changed or something? Like, how would he or she know to look at that playlist? I have no idea, to be honest, because I don't have a shared playlist on Spotify yeah. with anybody. But I mean, I mean, it's just a little detail to, uh, you know, what is happening here, which is it's creative, right? Yeah, it's super creative. You know, so I guess, you know, he still loves her and found a way to communicate with her. And it was on a shared Spotify <laughs> playlist. I mean, the creativity to even think to do that is impressive. Plus, I mean, the amount of time, though, it takes to go back and forth. I just wouldn't have the patience for something like that. <laughs> like, no, Clearly, I, she wasn't worth it for I, you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, too. I mean, it's a good point, Cheyenne. But I mean, how about you? What is the most creative? creative way that you have reached out to an ex when they've either blocked you or ignored you. So if you ignored all those signs, <laughs> what is a creative way you went back to communicate with that ex? Uh, and I leave it open to you, Camel Nation. You can text us at 22108. How creative did you get? Did you rent an airplane and fly a banner over her house? I mean, that's creative, that right? That is expensive. Yeah, also expensive. <laughs> If you've got a story for us, we'd love to hear it. You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, what creative way have you used uh, to reach out to an ex that I that blocked you? Like, you, you had parted ways. That relationship didn't work out. So maybe it ended badly. So, you know, you go and block him on every social media platform. You block his phone number. You block his email. You know, so he's blocked. He's out of your life. But then he's got to figure out, like, if he wants to try and communicate with you, try and figure out a creative way of doing that that is not renting a plane and flying a banner over your house. Because <laughs> that know? would be weird. Yeah, that would be weird. But, <laughs> you know, with technology now, you can get creative. And that's exactly what happened to a gal. Uh, she shared her story on TikTok. Uh, she blocked her ex-boyfriend everywhere. But. Um, but this social media, this Spotify playlist that they created when they were together, they had a shared playlist. 
So when he was blocked everywhere but the Spotify playlist, he started adding song titles that kind of created a story and a message that he wanted to relay to her. And she was reading the song titles and these messages and she was responding with song titles of her own. And I love it. Like, I think that if you're like the creativity behind this, unless they broke up for some like horrific reason and she just blocked him to block him. This is a great way to try to talk to somebody. Like I would be impressed. But I also, I, I'm a man of little patience, uh-huh. and I would not be able to have the patience to kind of sit. And, and then we're sitting here trying to figure out, like, how do you get notified when the song title has been added? Yeah, like, you we gotta, just made our own playlist. I know, and I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, Cheyenne, add, song, add songs to the playlist. I want to see if I get alerted, but I, I don't. So you got to, both sides have to pull up that playlist constantly, yeah. and maybe each night, hopefully throughout the day, you know, somebody, uh, that the other person took time to add another title and you can Another see it that message. evening yeah <laughs> it's like in high school like um when uh you know you got a locker and you, you don't see each other in the hallways but you get the messages throughout the day because the other person put a note in the locker you know? <laughs> that, i haven't thought about that in so i know that's long. that's me i did <laughs> I had a pager in high school. We did technology was not, you know, had not come this far. Yeah. You know, so you're dropping notes in lockers. And then the one time you don't get the note, you're like, oh, man. It's over. My day. <laughs> but creative ways to get a hold of that X, you know, I mean, if the sign of them blocking you wasn't, wasn't enough for you, you get creative and you contact them, even though, you know. The hint was that they blocked yes. you. They don't want to talk to you, but to figure it out, right? So uh, text are coming in at 22108 on uh, creative ways that uh, people have reached out to an ex. Um, text to the 480. This is a very old school way. Uh, putting in a dedication on a radio station. Aww. Like back in the day when everybody was listening to Delilah. Delilah. You know, and you called Delilah and tell the story. And Delilah's hearing the story and conversing with you on the air, and then you're hearing it through the radio. I remember that. That special song comes on. That's a creative way to do it. I love that. Is Delilah still around? I don't know. (laughs) I'm in bed by seven. I don't listen to anything (laughs) past seven. Uh, Text to the 480 uh, our daughter's ex boyfriend quote-unquote, accidentally had his Amazon packages shipped to our house so he can come pick them up and try to talk to her after her telling him to get lost for months. You can also do that. Can't you send, like, a gift message with your Amazon thing? Yeah, you can send, like, small, cheap little packages to somebody's house now with a little message on the gift receipt. That's just creepy. creative but it is so creative kudos to that guy text to the 907 i had flowers sent to her work and she unblocked my phone number and texted me thanks for the flowers then we started conversing and went on vacation together oh wow then what happened i'm so i'm invested after those two sentences (laughs) i need to know are you guys still together what happened all right keep the text coming on that one (laughs) i want to know the end result text of the 602 my now husband uh wound up having a seizure and his mom wound up calling me and that's how we we uh, reignited our communication. Wow. That's awful. Text of the 623, my ex-girlfriend always makes fake social media accounts to try and message me Ew. and snoop on my life. No matter how many times I've blocked the account, she still finds ways to watch me. Gross. <laughs> Sounds like you, sir, need a restraining order. <laughs> Did you ever get creative? You know, when it came to um, communicating with an ex? My ex and I... Um, the last, the last time we broke up, well, I guess two times before that. Um, so <laughs> we had, the, we had a mutual gym that we would both go to back in Yakima, Washington. And I, I, we weren't blocked, 
But on principle, neither one of us were talking to each other because we had, you know, broken up. But I wanted to see him and I wanted to talk to him. So I specifically would post Snapchat stories of when I was going to the gym because I knew he would see it because you can see who sees your Snapchat story. And And miraculously, every time he would show up to the gym. Okay, but I mean, you also work not. You know, trying to be coy about it. Like, you know, I mean, if I mean, it was a typical picture that I would post. I was very aware <laughs> what I was doing. And then the the last time that like really reignited our relationship, he was like, yeah, I saw on Snapchat that you were here. So I thought I'd come. Uh, yeah, it's creative. My my creative way of reaching out to an ex. I'm su- I'm surprised I didn't get a restraining order put against me, Cheyenne. Seriously? I am. This, this was years and years and years ago. But I'll share the story. Oh, I will. Not my proudest moment. Oh, but I'll share the story. It's coming up at 6.50 here on Campbell. She got eyes that come to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. And we are now officially down to one month before Country Thunder. That's insane. And that'll eventually be one week and then one day and then one hour. You know how it goes, right? So Country Thunder, just around the corner. Details coming up on how you can win some Country Thunder tickets today. Uh, I want to get to a few more of these texts, then I got to share my story on uh, most creative way you have reached out to an ex after they have either blocked you or ignored you. Because I mean, right then and there, I mean, that's a clue that they don't ever want to talk to you again. I mean, it should be, yes. But sometimes, depending on how it ended, you still have something to say, you know, and maybe you can win that person back. You know, this is the story a gal shared on TikTok. She blocked her ex every way possible on all the social media platforms, phone number, email, everything. But what she didn't think of was blocking him on Spotify. They had a Spotify shared playlist that they had created when they were together. That was full of lovey-dovey songs, you know, or dubby-lovey, whatever lovey that word. Lovey-dovey, yes. Um, you know, but then he went through and deleted all those songs and just started with, like, one song title. And I don't, we, I don't see where you can get notifications or any of this, so you got to kind of, like, pull up that playlist and look at it. Right, like, why did she it? look at it anyways? Like, what, what yeah. inside her heart went, I'm going to go into that old playlist. Yeah, and how long was that first song sitting there before she saw it for the first time? But anyway, they communicated through song titles on a Spotify playlist. And what was the end result? Did they get back together? I don't know. I don't remember what that. I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, people are sharing, uh, Camel Nation, you're sharing uh, ways that uh, either you have reached out to an ex and communicated through with that ex after they blocked you or vice versa. And uh, one of those ways was uh, one of the um, texts that came in was uh, doing a request on a radio station. Like uh, like like a Delilah or one of those dedication shows. I love that old school. That that is like so old school because way back before Spotify, before streaming, you know, songs and stuff like that. That's how you listen to your favorite song is you call a radio station, right? And Delilah made a whole career out of that. You know, where people would call her, share a story with her for as to why they want to hear a certain song, and you would hear these stories, and sometimes they'd be heart wrenching, some would be funny, and. Some they they just make you feel good, right? Yeah, I remember it. I grew up listening to that kind of stuff. I think it's great. So that was how some people would communicate back in the day, old school. And I uh, listened to this story. Text of the four eight zero. I did the de- dedication thing at a radio state at the radio station. But when she left, she took off from Michigan to Florida. So I called every station in whatever city she should be in. One p.m. she left Detroit. 2 p.m. she should be in Toledo. 4.30 she'd be in Cleveland. All the way down Highway 75. 18 18 hours later she finally heard it in Atlanta. She turned around and came back. I swear to God, true story. Thank you, Nobody Knows by Kevin Sharp. 
and others. And uh, oh, my heart. Oh my gosh. I think we have that. Kevin, yeah. Okay, so here, oh. here's the song. <laughs> that, uh, that finally played for her in Atlanta, Georgia, Cheyenne. Oh. And she turned that car around. Can you imagine having that kind of love for somebody? To just want them back so yeah, badly. Just be watching the map and mapping it out on the uh, the amount of time that it took. Yeah. I'm pretending that I'm glad you went away. I can't. You're gonna, I'm gonna cry. Stop. I'm about to creep it up here in a moment, Cheyenne. So enjoy it. <laughs> so I mean, I've been married 15 years. There was a time that uh, there's this gal that I met in Mexico. We went to uh, me and my buddy. I was working for him for like 500 bucks a week, helping him. Uh, he was late. He was like one of the carpet layers, uh-huh. you know. So I was a little grunt boy, you know, pulling all the old carpet out <laughs> of it, doing all the hard labor. Yeah, all the hard labor he didn't want to do. <laughs> And then anyway, he rewarded me with this trip to, I think we went to Cabo or something like that. But there was a gal that I met there at the other uh, resort. I forget her name, but she worked for Alaska Airlines, but she was from Seattle as well. Uh-huh. You know, and I was from Seattle and kind of made this connection. But like we did go on a date finally, like when we got home, we kind of met up again and um, nothing crazy went down. But then all of a sudden she just stopped talking to me and, and texting <laughs> with me. And social media wasn't really a thing back then, Uh nor was Spotify playlists or anything else, right? And I mean, if she's not talking to me, there's only one way to go and communicate with her, and that's show up at her work (gasps) at Alaska Airlines at SeaTac Airport. You did it. Not my my proudest moment, Cheyenne. Not my proudest moment in my life, but, you know, I'm in the moment. (laughs) As I'm driving up to SeaTac Airport and going into the parking garage, I'm thinking this is a brilliant idea of communicating with her, because in my head... In my head, she must have lost her phone or something, right? Did you have oh. to buy like a plane ticket? No, no, no. She worked at Alaska Airlines, so she worked oh, at the, the customer service oh, where you check gotcha, your bag. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. yeah. But I mean, this was back in. Uh, when was this? I know, weirdo. I know, but in my head, but but that's what these stalkers and uh-huh. creepy dudes in their head they build it up that they're doing the right thing, you know, but. I, I don't know. Maybe she didn't lose her phone. I don't know. So what happened? But I, I showed up, and I will never forget the look on her face. What was it? It was the, Terror? why the heck are you here, you creep? <laughs> and I didn't even get to talk to her. It was just one of those things where, like, I showed up at her work, and she goes, this is weird. Why are you here? She said that? I, I will never forget that feeling. That, that knot in the, in the stomach. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh. guy. <laughs> and then I left. Had to pay for parking. $3 or whatever it was. <laughs> And accomplish nothing. That's a steal. Three bucks. That's a steal. <laughs> I will never forget that story. And it's sad, you know. Oh, poor I tried. you. I tried, Cheyenne. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, it is spring break for a lot of kiddos here in the Valley. A lot of schools and school districts are letting out for spring break this week. And if you're heading out of town, doing whatever you're doing, be safe. Drive safe. Lucky. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I've heard of people going on cruises and... You know, some people go down to Mexico, even though the FBI urges against it. Yeah. You know, we were talking about that last week, um, about how the FBI has, um, you know, saying parts of Mexico don't travel to them because, I mean, you heard about those four Americans that were kidnapped. Two of them ended up getting killed. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they were in like a very rural part of Mexico. Um, but Rocky Point is on the list of, you know, uh, parts of Mexico that you should reconsider travel to they have an advisory for rocky point that's so interesting to me um uh but the cartel did claim responsibility for the abduction of those four americans 
they uh, they apologized. They turned over five men who were directly involved. Oh. You know? And I mean, so I, I guess it was a misunderstanding as to who they thought that those guys were. So it wasn't like, yeah, we did this and we're proud. It was, no. hey, we did this and we're sorry. No, remember what that, the story I told you when I was in Cabo uh, in August, I was talking to the bartender uh-huh. and the cartel makes so much money off tourist dollars. Right. So she had said she told me that if the cartel found out that any person of the cartel um, did something to American tourists mm-hmm. in Cabo or any high tourist area, the cartel would take care of that person who was with the cartel that caused that. Because if you create fear in Americans, tourism dollars, they, go. they go away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the cartel relies on uh, that, those tourism dollars. So right then and there, you know, when I when I saw the cartel apologize and they turn over five men who were directly involved in the abduction and the killing of two of the people wow. in that group. It makes sense what her story, what she told me materialized with them turning over those five men within that the cartel that did that. Insane. The fact that they like it let's be honest, there probably wasn't a lot of remorse because this is what they do. Yeah. But the fact that they apologized and then said here as like a show of good faith to stand by that, like that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and there's some people saying that they're just covering their rear end. So you know <laughs> So I know that family has justice now at some for sure. Form. If, if those are the five that were involved, unless they just like found some like five random that they didn't like in the cartel <laughs> anyway, they're like, all right, these are the guys that did it. But we'll never know the you truth. You never know. The cartel is such a weird, it like mysterious, a weird scary situation. thing. Yeah, but uh, if you are heading out of town on spring break, uh, travel safe. We will be here when you return next week or in two weeks or however long you're taking. We'll be here no matter what. <laughs> just know we're extremely jealous. <laughs> you leaving town. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, we hope you had a great weekend. Um, went and tried out this new spot over the weekend on the Scottsdale. It's called Bam Kazam. Uh, went there to celebrate a birthday. Mm-hmm. And it's it's actually kind of cool. I, I was kind of skeptical going into it because um, I'm not a huge fan of the escape room. Right. I'm not thing. either. Yeah. Um, but this one was like, um, it, it was... It was created by the guy who created the escape room, but it's a completely different kind of concept. Okay, um, how? It's like living out like real life video games. Like, so you can have six people in your group. Okay. And you go into these rooms and you got to work together to try and accomplish something, you know, to try and um, figure out the puzzle to get into the next room. So like you know, an escape room. It's like it is, but I mean, <laughs> it's, it's so much more um, video game-esque, right? So... If you've ever played Indiana Jones, like I, I felt like when I was in some of these rooms, they're very well designed and money was put into them. Okay. Um, to where you felt like you were like in line at the Indiana Jones ride in one of the rooms. Okay. Right? All these rooms are different. They got different kind of a, it, it's very much like an escape room, but like it, on steroids, you know, okay. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It was like a real live video game. Okay. And, um, Anyway, bam, Kazam, go check it out. That's what I did. You had a good time, though. It was fun. It, it really was fun, you know, and it's not dumbed down for kids. I mean, there's, I think you got to be 18 or over to be in there, and then we put in a bar in there eventually, which I think is a horrible idea. That's a terrible idea. you have some drinks, and you're trying to figure out a puzzle. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> some you, people might be smarter when they're hammered. I don't know. And if you take too long... Um, you know, hear the prices right, boom, 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 and then you got to start over again oh, in the room. Yeah. Oh my! In the same room, or you got to go? You got to go back? out. You got to exit the room, and then go back into the room and try and figure out the puzzle in enough time without running out of time. Right. You know, I mean, one of the rooms, um, 
there was there you had to look for a clue on the wall, which unless you really notice the clue, you if you didn't notice the clue, you're going to fail the room, uh-huh. right? So then you see the clue and you're trying to figure out what that clue means based on the letters that are on these squares on the ground. I don't know. Sounds exactly like an escape room. It, it kind of does. The more I sit here and describe it, <laughs> just a different theme. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of cool. You know, it was a variety of different rooms. Yeah. Know, would things, you do it again? I would do it again. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, not as boozed up as I was, though, because I, I, I was having issues trying to figure it out. You know, being all, I thought it was going to be a good time. I thought I was just going to go in there like, da-da-da. <laughs> See, like, when you say it's right. like being in a video game, I honestly imagine it being like a video yeah, game. I know it was. It was kind of cool. I don't know. Go check it out. But while I was doing that, Cheyenne was uh, over in Southern California. She had to drop her kid off. Uh, with family because it's spring break this week, yeah. right? And you being a single mom, you got to work. Can't leave the kid at home. No, but can. He's only six. <laughs> so you drove over there to drop him off at family with family. And I mean, it's you being a single mom with him. You got it's you uh, and him. You and your little buddy. He's there all the time. Yeah, every evening you put him to bed. He's there when you wake up in the morning. And here you are an entire week without your kid. Yeah, how you doing? You're two days in. Uh, I am a little on the struggle bus today. And it might be because it's still so new. Like, the wound is still very much open. Um, but I miss him a lot. Well, you also have that new house. That's and it's, huge. Yeah, it's big. And it's only you yeah. in there now. No, no, no little footsteps up and down the stairs or, you know, no, across mom, the living room. mom. Mom, mom, yeah. mom. Which a lot of people would think that that's awesome. No. Quiet. No. You, nice fluffy blanket, some wine, and some des- uh, desperate housewives, whatever they call that thing. <laughs> secret housewives of. Have uh, you ever heard me secret say housewives. that? I, secret I don't know. That's so, so why I envision you uh, by yourself at, house, at home on the couch with a blanket and a glass of wine watching Desperate Housewives. What it really looks like is me sitting on the couch without the TV on, just staring at the wall. That's what I did yesterday for the majority of my day. Okay, see, now, yeah, let's schedule these wellness checks. Yeah, I just, so, I just sat there. Um, let us know what day you would like to go check in on Cheyenne, what hours you're able to do that, <laughs> and we'll put a schedule together. <laughs> we'll do it. Here's Sam Hunt. You can marry an architect. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. When you know you can't do something, how much you want to do it. Yeah. On uh, Saturday, I had uh, committed to being at this uh, uh, Mesa PD Employee Appreciation event out in Mesa. Fun. Right? That was Saturday night. But I wake up sa- uh, Saturday morning, and you know my normal routine of things to do on a Saturday is to consume some alcohol, right? Because <laughs> don't really have any obligations on Sunday. And yeah. You know, normally it's not too much, but you know, if I feel like tying one on, you can. I, I can. Right. There's no work Sunday morning. You yeah. know, I mean, my alarm goes off at 2.45 during the week. You know, so I, I soak up all I can Friday and Saturday, Friday night and Saturday, you know, and yeah. then you decided to kind of recover and get back into the groove Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday. Right. You know, but I mean, I knew that I could not consume on Saturday and it's crazy. I've done it before. I, I can go an entire day without consuming. It's not an issue, but it's on a Saturday when in the back of my mind, I know that I cannot drink. I want to drink. <laughs> it's crazy, Cheyenne. And, you know, so I'm sitting around Saturday. It's like 10 or 11. We're trying to figure out something to do that does not involve alcohol, you know. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, they got the Renaissance Festival going on this weekend. I do have some like press tickets. Um, we should go to that. And then I pull up Google Maps and, and see that the backup is like all the way into Apache Junction. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, thank you. Oh, no, I think I'll pass on that one today. And then I'm like, what else is there to do? You know, you got spring training, you know. Um, <laughs> so that's a good so, option. Yeah, so then we ended up just going getting some ice cream. Then we ended up like some pizza place, 
And just try, I was just trying to find something to do that I would not be tempted, right? Because it's already in my head that I can't have it. So, you know, we go to this pizza place, like one or two, and we have some pizza. And, yeah, they do sell booze there. But uh, proud of myself, pat on the back, restrained from getting a beer. Good job. Good. You know, but, I mean, I just found myself thinking, like, what is there in the Valley to do that does not include alcohol, that does not cost money? Like I, money, I mean, that wasn't the issue, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it just crossed my mind. I'm like, if there's a family that wants to go do an activity, you know, that's not hiking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, anything like hiking camelback, because I mean, that's free, right? It's a good activity. Yeah. We're going on a hike or but something. But if you have young kids, it's not always the easiest yeah. thing to do. But yeah. what is there to do in the Valley that's free? They can take your kids and family too, and you're not going to be tempted by booze. What is there? You you rattle off a list for me right now, Cheyenne. <laughs> I mean, for me, as somebody who like rarely drinks anyways, anything. Because I don't I get, no, I don't get tempted by booze. I know. Okay, that's fine. So but, I can I mean, do anything. What is there? I don't know because I don't ever go do anything. <laughs> just sit at home and look at the wall? Pretty much. Like, we do a lot of being at home. Like, yeah. We do a lot of things at home. You know, I mean, you can walk around Tepe Town Lake, you know, but again, like, if you want to get a little boat out there, you got to pay the rental fee. Yeah, right? yeah. So, I guess there is not, a, I mean, I don't know, from my perspective, there's not a lot of free things to do other than, like, going for a walk. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's stuff to do. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. mean, main event, fat cats, movies. But that costs um, a lot of money for uh, some trampoline people. Trampoline parks, yeah. I mean, it costs a lot of money. But what is there to do here in the Valley that is free? Ooh, that's a great question. I'll wait. Actually, I can't wait. We'll yeah, play, I was like, I know. <laughs> You can text us at 22108. I'm sure it's out there, right? Yeah, we just don't know what they are. Yeah, yeah. you can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. All right, fun, free things to do here in the Valley. What do you got? I do see texts coming in at 22108. I just found myself thinking about this on Saturday. Um, if there was a family that didn't want to pay to have fun and entertain themselves, where would they go? What would they do here in the Valley? I know they got hiking and, you know, and stuff like that, but, mm-hmm. you know, what if you didn't want to hike? What if you, you know, you had a tender ankle or something, you know? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> tender ankle? I don't know. <laughs> something. Are you 80? <laughs> I don't know. For whatever reason, you can't go out yeah. for a hike, right? Yeah. Yeah, or you got a little little kids, you know, or something like that. So just fun, family-friendly things to do here in the Valley that don't cost anything. You know, Renaissance Festival costs. I mean, there's a lot of things around the Valley that cost an admission charge to get in. Yeah, they're fun to do, but again, it takes money. Main event, Fat Cats, Mavericks. I mean, it all costs money. Mm-hmm. You know, video games, bowling, movies, it all costs money. So what is there here in the Valley that you can do? That's free. It doesn't cost a dime. Uh, texts coming in at 22108. A lot of, lot of take a hike. <laughs> texts are coming in. I don't want to take a hike. Uh, text of the 480. Go to a city park. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that crossed my mind. I mean, but of course, our, our neighborhood park decided to put up a gate. And I didn't go get the key fob. So, I mean, that was, <laughs> that was out of the option for our neighborhood park. Yeah, because they got they put new pickleball courts in. I mean, oh, there's nice. stuff to do. Yeah. I just take the golf cart down there, but I didn't have the key fob, so you had to find uh, something different. <laughs> <laughs> the easiest thing for you to do that's free, and you can't do it because yeah, you I, didn't I, get the fob. Yeah, I didn't go get the key fob. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, takes to the four eight zero splash pads. I mean, those aren't open yet, though. But I mean, I have a pool in the backyard. We could have done that, but I mean, it was kind of cloudy on Saturday. You know, and, yeah. then I, and then when I'm sitting next to the pool, I'm tempted to pour a drink. And oh, I can't geez. Do, I couldn't do that on Saturday. So eliminate. I think we need to we, we need to work on yourself 
Like, it's what I'm told I can't do. I no, no. It's what I'm told I can't do something. That is what I want to do. It. You're like a toddler. I kind of am. I kind of am. You know, as an adult, I can go do whatever the heck I want. Yeah. And then when I'm told I can't do something. Yeah, there's an event Saturday night. I just could not be, couldn't have any, I didn't want beer on my breath. I didn't yeah. want any of that, you know? I wanted to be sharp and. Well, I think that's great. Know? I think that that is right. great. But because of that, because I committed to doing that on Saturday night, it just, it just oh, you know, I just want, that's all I wanted was a beer. That's it. That's it was just all the one beer. Just one. Just one. Uh, text with the 602, go to the library. Text with the 310, play soccer at a field somewhere. Well, that would have been fun. Text with the 602, fly a kite. So that would have been good. That would have been it's really windy, great. It's kind of windy on Saturday. See, all these things you could have done. You could have made memories with your kids at the park. Text of the 602, plenty of disc golf courses around the valley. Notice how all the free stuff is like running around and getting exercise. God, beggars can't be choosers, <laughs> man. Jeez. I've never want- heard somebody ask for suggestions and then make so many excuses as to why you can't do it. I just it. want free entertainment, Cheyenne. <laughs> I, I don't want to have to walk. I don't want to have to work at it. Text the 310, rock around Costco and get samples. The problem is, is that he'll buy things at oh, yeah. Costco. Yeah, I don't think I've ever got to Costco and left there without buying something. That's his kryptonite. <laughs> you love Costco. Your Costco is my target. That's Yeah, the that's kind of what it is. Yeah, Costco tells you what you need. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you have a suggestion, we'd love to see it. You can text us at 22101. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Yeah, still some great stuff coming in on free events, free things you can do with the kids. As a family, it was just something that crossed my mind on Saturday, you know, as I was sitting there trying to figure out something to do on Saturday that uh, did not include alcohol because I had an event that I committed to be into on Saturday, did mm-hmm. not have booze at that event, you know, I just didn't want to have, have it on my breath out of respect and stuff like that, right? Well, and so, it was at the police department, so. Yeah, yeah, it was a Mesa PD uh, appreciation event, you know, so I didn't want... You know, in my mind, though, I'm like, oh, they're definitely serving alcohol at this event. Oh, for sure. Have you ever been to an event with first responders? There's no, I haven't. This. I haven't. I've been to plenty of, like, banquets and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, but I mean, when I'm there and I did not see any booze at the event, I'm like, well, it makes sense. They're all police officers. I'm sure there shouldn't be drinking and then driving home. So it's, that makes sense, Cheyenne. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, yeah. So, but, but sitting at home, you know. Money's not an issue. I mean, we can go to the Renaissance Festival. There's things that you could do with money. But if you're a family that does not want to spend a dime on free entertainment, mm-hmm. what do you do? Aside from go- taking a hike or going down to your local playground or splash pad, you know? And I mean, there's a lot of great things coming in. Free historical museums. I mean, there's there's, there's times where you can go to the museum where it is free. I didn't know that. Um, fishing is a great one. I guess we could have done that. I didn't even think about that yet. You Saturday. have brand new fishing poles. Yeah. So how many times have you I've, used those fishing once, poles? Once. I bought, <laughs> bought the fishing poles and went to Cabela and spent like $300. And, and then some we once. went once. Probably could have gone on Saturday. That would have yeah. been a good one. Um, that's pretty much it. It's all like outdoor activities and stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of parks that have free concerts. That's cool. You know, maybe just yeah. a simple Google of what's going around, on around your town. Frisbee golf. Yeah. I'm not good at frisbee. 
And I doubt I'll be good at Frisbee yeah. golf. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely things to do. Um, all right. Hey, uh, we are one month away from Country Thunder out in Florence. I mean, April 13th to the 16th, exactly one month away. And if you still need tickets, we got an opportunity for you tonight. 30 Days of Thunder rolls on with our friends at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. We are going to be out at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Wild Horse Pass tonight from 5 until 6 o'clock. We're giving away Country Thunder tickets every 15 minutes. And all you got to do is make sure that you show us your player's card, which is their rewards card. It's free if you don't have it. And then we give you a raffle ticket. And you're in to win. Yeah, and then if you want win tickets tonight, you're also going to get a pair of wristbands to give you access to the Gila VIP party deck out there at Country Thunder. Kind of get you out of the crowd, you know, uh, elevated perch where you can watch the concert, uh, private bar- bartender, private uh, restrooms, our broadcast areas up there. So we'll uh, give you a little, uh, you know, fist bump, you know. Nooks. Nooks. <laughs> hit, hit you with some nooks yep. up there on the other party deck. So you can win those wristbands tonight, starting at 5 at Gila River Resorts and Casinos, Wild Horse Pass. We'll- Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, a number of months ago, the Powerball jackpot was at uh, $2.04 billion. Got a lot of people excited, right? Once it gets yeah. those high numbers, everybody goes and buys their lotto ticket and hopes that luck is on their side and that they match all the numbers and they become an instant billionaire. I mean, I even bought a lotto ticket and I never buy lotto tickets. <laughs> but the $2.04 billion, Cheyenne's like, ah, I might as well. <laughs> it didn't work, but hey, I, I bought know. one. What's a dollar, you know, for a chance at $2 billion? Yeah. You know, but uh, there was one man that won it. Uh, he was in California and he claimed it. I think it was like a month ago he claimed it because, I mean, we were waiting for the longest time. There's a good number of months that went by where nobody claimed it. But this guy finally claimed it. And he, <laughs> I think it was last week he bought he bought this massive house, like his first purchase. He, so he ended up with nine. Where, where, where is it at? So he won two point zero four billion, but he took the cash option of nine hundred ninety seven point six million. So, and that's before taxes. Right. But the moment that that direct deposit went in from the California Lottery Office, he went and bought a 13,578 square foot home in the hills of Los Angeles. What? (laughs) That was his first big purchase. (laughs) That was back in November. It was when he had the jackpot. So he had won that November draw and he just claimed it. And then first check he wrote, 13,578 square foot home in the hills of Los Angeles. See, I don't understand doing stuff like that because you still have like forever have to pay taxes on that. Yeah, but I mean, if he's smart with his money, like I said, 997.6 million before taxes, which I think what taxes like 30% on that. So he'll probably end up with, you know, 500 million or something like that, a little over that. But I mean, how much was the house? It was, uh, did I say how much the house was? 25 million or something like that. Yeah, twenty five point five million. Yeah. So I mean, he's still sitting on four hundred million. As long as he's smart with his money and let interest, you know, take over. Uh-huh. And I mean, that much money sitting in a bank account, you're gonna just you're gonna live off interest alone on that money. So he'll be fine. Hopefully, as long as he's smart with it. I mean, obviously, right off the bat here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it kind of comes off as a little like just dropping all this money for no reason, you know. But it's a massive house, thirteen thousand square feet. He's up uh, living next to Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> And Ariana Grande now. Stop it! <laughs> the house has got all the bells and whistles. It's a three-story hillside pad that has an infinity pool, full outdoor kitchen, a gym, a wine cellar, a movie theater, and a sauna. Oh, my gosh. And Can you imagine? All- that's like... It's massive. That's like six of your houses. Nah. Can you imagine that? <laughs> no. No, that's so much space. But, okay, let's say you have $500 million in your pocket. What's your first purchase? All debts aside. Like yeah, 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 okay. yeah. What's your first big purchase? My first big purchase, I think, would be 
to buy multiple investment properties like rentals and stuff. So you're not going to buy yourself a house, a I giant would, house. You're going to do investment properties. I would do that first to okay. ensure that I always have passive income coming in for the rest of my life and my kids' life. Yeah, but again, the interest that you're going to make on the hundreds of millions of dollars sitting in the bank. So I don't care. Why deal with the, uh, the investment properties because at that point? Because I know what it's like to be poor and I never, ever, 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 ever want to be in that position again. Yeah. So the very, the very first thing that I would do, honestly, would be to buy multiple investment properties. And then, eventually, I'll buy myself yeah. a house. I don't know why you want a house like that in the Hollywood Hills, though. Who wants to do all the traffic over there? No. And have you driven in the Hollywood Hills? Yuck. You're a little crazy. Yeah, the roads are terrible. I'll get something out in Paradise Valley. <laughs> big big right? house. View a camelback. See, that sounds fantastic. Uh, what would you? What would be your first big purchase, Camel Nation? What are you going to buy? The direct transfer from the Arizona lottery, $500 million, right into your account. Cha-ching. All debts are gone. We're not talking yeah. debts, not paying things off. What are you buying for yourself? You know, I mean, that's something we ask country artists when we interview them sometimes. You know, what was your first big purchase? When you made it, you had that check in your account. What was your first big purchase? You know, most of them say they paid off their parents' house or something like that. That was like their first big purchase. Which makes but, sense. Yeah. But, be, but let's be selfish here. You got $500 million in your account. What are you doing for yourself? What are you doing for yourself? What big purchase? What's that first big purchase for yourself? What are you doing? You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, if you won the lotto, the moment that money hits your bank account, what's your first big purchase? You know, I mean, pay off your debts, whatever, you know, but I'm talking about your first big purchase. What are you buying? Uh, the $2.04 billion lotto winner, the Powerball winner, uh, who lived in California. Uh, he won it in November. He claimed it a month ago. <laughs> he, he got his affairs in order, got his team behind him, I guess. You know, and then he claimed the $2.04 billion, which he took the lump sum, which was $997 million. And his first big purchase was a $25 million house in the Hollywood Hills, where he is now neighbors with Jimmy Kimmel and Ariana Grande. <laughs> I mean, that's cool, but like, Why? I guess. Uh, you got the money, man. Maybe that's always been his dream. I'm looking at photos of this house, and it's just insane. It's a little too modern for me. Three-story hillside pad, infinity pool, full outdoor kitchen, gym, wine cellar, movie theater, and sauna. I feel like you'd want to, like, um, pay off uh, pay off your friends, you know, and just kind of have an entourage living with you there. Like, I mean, because, I mean, that's a huge pad. I mean, to be there by yourself. What do you do? Yeah, you'd be so lonely. Like, I currently live in an 1,800 square foot house and I'm by myself and yeah. I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, right? What do you do with 13,000 square feet? So you'd like, how would you bribe your friends like you pay you pay them a salary like what they're getting now, and then they just kind of hang out with you instead of go to work. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of what these stars do, right? Like the uh, the rappers and stuff with their entourage. They're just paying their friends to be with them. I have no idea, and I don't know because I've never been in that position yeah. before. Because I mean, what friend is like going to be there at all times as part of the entourage and not get paid? Right? You gotta. You gotta- well, I guess you'd have to weigh the benefits. Like, what would like if everything was being paid for anyways? So like, you just go to work, you like go hang out, yeah. and then it's like you don't have to pay for anything. Yeah. So you- what would you buy though? I think my first purchase would be like a house in Mexico, like a Cabo. I could have put be, money on I, that. I'd be neighbors with uh, Sammy. Um, is it, who's uh, Cabo Wabo? Is that Sammy Hagar? Yeah, Sammy uh, Hagar. yeah I'd, be, I'd yeah. be neighbors with Sammy Hagar. I go out there just see you know, the view of the uh, <laughs> the water out there. That so, would be fantastic. Yeah, it'd be my second home. I still have my house here. Uh-huh. Probably upgrade it here though. Yeah, nothing yeah, like would. this though. Nothing like a twenty-five yeah, million dollar house. That's a lot. Yeah. 
But then I have a private jet to go back and forth between Cabo and here. <laughs> now, honestly, so none of that surprises me <laughs> at all. I figured it would either be that or like you would invest in some form of a casino in Vegas. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool to own a casino. Yeah. I could see you doing that with that kind of money. Yeah. Most definitely. Uh, what would you do, Camel Nation? Uh, text for Kevin into 221 away. Text for the 480. I would buy my new McLaren P1. Ooh. So a big, nice car purchase. Yeah. I uh, text for the 623. My first big purchase for myself would be to go out and buy a bunch of gold and then a couple of guns. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> text for the 480. I would buy myself a car, a nice car, and then I'm donating a couple million to cancer research. Love that. That's a good one. Yeah. Text for the 480. I would own one of the Arizona pro sports teams. Ooh. Cardinals, Coyotes, Suns, or D backs. Love that. Would that be enough money? I don't How know. How much are these teams worth? Do you all, and like, it's not just you buy it and then that's it. Like, you have to continuously be putting money yeah. into it, right? Yeah. Uh, I text the 40. No, I, if I won the lottery, I would buy a beautiful lot on a lake, build a five bedroom, two story cabin with a 35 car garage. <laughs> that came Holy from a guy. Molly. That absolutely came from a dude. Yeah. A lot of cars, a lot of land, a lot of houses. I think ultimately. buying land is a solid choice. Again, an investment. Well, as, uh, Luke Bryan and Jordan Davis say by dirt. Absolutely. Right? 100%. Just increases in value. There it goes. Always fun to sit here and dream, though, right? It is. Fingers crossed it happens to one of us one of these days. Reach for the stars. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.